Bush and Ritchie with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Uh, going to speculate something for you here. Well, you can speculate. Go on, then. We'll see how it turns out. Well, I think we know how this is going to turn out. I'm getting home to a house to myself uh, tonight. Oh, I. Uh, my wife's out for the evening, so hopefully Rocco's asleep. So, house to myself. All right. At what point do you think he's going to wake up or something's going to go wrong, or the Xbox will need updating, or that kind of stuff. It's just going to happen, isn't it? It's always the way. I, I was going to say, one or two things will happen. Either Rocco will wake up, yep. and you'll have to deal with that, or you'll think, oh, I'll play my train game, and it's going to take two hours to upload the system. And bear in mind, uh, as you'll listen to this episode of The Daily Takeaway, and uh, there's Cowpole knocking around our house right now. Oh, yes. I think I, think I know which way it's going to go. <laughs> OK, sweepstake, I'm going to say, mm, I'm going to say 9.45. I'm seeing 9.45. <laughs> This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. So, Richie and I were supposed to have a big show plan ideas catch-up today. Yes. Believe it or not, listening to the show, we do we do meet up quite regularly to come up with ideas for the future. But that didn't happen today because uh, it got cancelled last minute because Richie's got a poorly household. He'll explain that after five. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I thought I've got to do something because we've got builders in the house at the moment, no running water. So, I'm not staying in the house. We're, like, drilling and hammering noises and having a wee into a, into a bucket. So, I thought, let's get out of the house. And do you know what I, I thought? I, I will have a solo mooch around the Imperial War Museum. Oh, right out of your streets. Love it. I'm a history buff. I'm obsessed with reading like books about history, um, playing board games about history. And uh, I've been before, but I would I would say two observations are going around the Imperial War Museum with my family before. First observation, they don't seem that interested in my little uh, interesting insights into the different historical <laughs> items that are there. It doesn't seem to you know, capture my teenager's imagination. Secondly, you have to rush around because it's all about what time are naps and lunch and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? When I did my solo visit of the uh, Railway Museum in York the other weekend. Very exactly the same. It's great. Well, this is it. So I absolutely loved it. Uh, I went on my own earlier on today. Uh, and, and one of the reasons I feel so kind of like stoked and, and hyped up today is that they have an actual Harrier jump jet suspended from the ceiling. Look at your face. I love it. Honestly, no thing sums up my childhood in the 80s than the Harrier jump jet. I, I don't know. There was like a, a reawakening or an interest in uh, military hardware in the 80s for some reason. Yeah. You know, like SAS, Storming of the Iranian Embassy, Falklands War, Combat Survival Magazine, the SAS handbook all that kind of stuff but the thing that was like the, the poster uh, you know on, on people's walls I, I mean I had a Harrier jump jet on my wall don't know if anyone else listened to this did, was for some reason the Harrier jump jet it was, I was obsessed with it no other country had anything like it it did that weird hovering thing mm. I, and I feel like I'm not interested in modern planes tell me the name of a modern fighter jet now not interested I couldn't I couldn't tell you no back in the day you used to know all of them yeah mix you know, yeah. I don't mean the guy from Silence of the Lambs has got the problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, the the Russian one and all this stuff. So uh, it's, an, it's an iconic item from my child. It was great to come kind of face-to-face with it uh, earlier on today. And I would ask everyone, in this first hour of the show, have a think about when you were a kid, is there one inanimate object that you would describe as iconic, a big part of it? <laughs> Yours would be a bit faster than mine. Mine was a big green John Deere tractor. What? Uh, of all the stuff that was around <laughs> you as a child? My best mate, when I was at primary school, lived on a farm. Yeah. So I spent so much time around there. I think it's still in me. That's why I like Clarkson's farm so much. Yeah. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yeah, no, it would, it would be the big, the big John Deere's. I'd, love, I'd love to take you and in, you in your John Deere versus me and a Harrier jump jet. What about that would be? <laughs> it's over before it started. Hey, well, it's a shame we missed our ideas meeting earlier on, but there's one in the list. Uh, Mark Lewis has got in touch. 1982 Pontiac Firebird Trans Am, otherwise known as Kit. Oh, so good. Just so what, iconic. What says, a phenomenon of, like, a TV show. I remember you used to sit there and wait for that to come on on Saturday night. Yes, the brilliant. Of Kit and indeed of Michael himself.
himself. Uh, yeah, Mark says, saw one of these at a car show a couple of uh, weeks back, grinning for the week. The best bit of it was that um, he was obviously Michael Knight driving around, like, you know, doing stuff. I don't even know what he used to do, st- drive around, solve stuff. And then at the end, when he was a bit tired, he used to drive up the back of that lorry and go and chat to that old fella. <laughs> yeah. He used to live in a lorry. Uh, Britpop Memories say, uh, uh, this is not dissing the Harry Jump Jet, but they said they were more of a tornado fan themselves. Uh, when the Gulf War started in 91, uh, he'd watch the six o'clock news to see if they'd show one. This one here says, uh, from Simon and Luton, uh, lads, childhood objects, like many others, I presume the mitre multiplex leather football, arguing with your dad that it was still light enough to play up the local common when it was pitch black. What about that? Is an iconic... I think that was the kind of really heavy leather bits of it falling off football you used to get yeah. kicked in the side of the face with on the yard when you were at school. And you'd keep on playing and then bits of leather would go and then it was basically just the, the fluorescent orange innards. They'd have a prolapse. Yeah. <laughs> Out the side. <laughs> exactly that. Oh dear. Um, uh, Richard's mentioned a chopper here, but I'm just thinking of a prolapsed football. Let's just move on and let's go to the phones. Uh, we've got Christine on the line. Christine, the iconic item from your childhood, please. It was the carriage club that every single person seemed to have. It was all sort of four sides of glass and it had gold posts on the corners and it yeah. had these weird balls at the bottom that spun round backwards and forwards it was uh, every house had one pro- proper nana stuff that you know carriage yeah. clocks look like something out of the Versailles like Louis the 16th or whatever I'm wondering whether it's someone used to get if you saved up enough ESO tokens <laughs> it's got I that kind of vibe I wonder because every household seemed to have one so it had to be the gift or the Prize that everybody got. <laughs> well, the other thing is, it weren't, weren't carriage clocks traditional. Carriage <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> carriage clocks. <laughs> so, yes, something very different. Po- apologies, Christine. <laughs> um, they were traditionally given to people leaving a workplace. Oh, they? yeah. Yeah, like you retired and things, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, if you've retired, then you're a grandparent or whatever, you got your carriage clock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got there in the end, Christine. <laughs> Hi to Steph Atherton, who's just sent us a tweet, and she sent us a photo of the NatWest pigs. And she's not having a pop. Uh, she means actual little toy piggies, piggy bank things from the 80s. Incidentally, Paul has tweeted us to say he used to work on the Harrier and then the F-35 design team. Oh. He might have done them special engines where they go up and down, the vertical thrust thing. should about meet that? him for a drink. Paul, can we meet for a drink? That'd be so good. Then maybe go around the Imperial War Museum together. Uh, Matt says Action Man. Do you remember Action Man? Yes. Anyone else used to take Action Man's head off, put it on your finger and crawl on like a big spider? Anyone else used to do that? No one's coming forward. I guarantee people listening around, one person must have done that. Me and my brother used to do it all the time. Because it looks like Action Man's a spider. Uh, Nessie's hanging on. What was the uh, iconic item from your youth? Oh, it's the knitted toilet roll dolly, isn't it? Knitted toilet roll dolly. Talk us through that. It was like a a crocheted skirt that went over the spare toilet roll that sat on the back of the toilet, and it had a plastic dolly's head sticking out the top of it. My nan had one. My mum my had one, my auntie had one. There must be a graveyard for these things in the late 80s, but I don't know where they all gone, but they should come back. My my nan had one, and they, they were a haunting sight. They really... And they stunk as well. It's like, it's like a Victorian doll kind of vibe, wasn't it? Yeah, they were always, like, pink and yellow as well, weren't they? Not like a haunted child from Edwardian times. <laughs> I'm very, very disappointed that no-one's come back saying that they used to take Action Man's head off, put it on their finger and pretend <laughs> that he was a spider. Not one single person. So I'm, I'm just going to leave that there. That reflects on you and your brother. Does that mean we're weird? I mean, we used to eat Oxo cubes and that as well, so maybe there's a little picture stuff for me, do you know what I mean? Open up the lines for that, if people um, eat Oxo cubes. Don't, let's just get weirdos. <laughs> we don't need any more weirdos. The Daily Takeaway. 
Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. Now, earlier today, you would have heard uh, Bush had the chance to go to the Imperial War Museum. The tourists were meant to be meeting, chucking a few ideas around as we plan at home time. We do plan it. Uh, <laughs> but I had to cancel that first thing this morning uh, due to the fact... Poorly child at home. His, uh, his uh, little vaccinations yesterday and uh, raging temperature overnight at one in the morning. That was a pleasure. That's nice. Uh, but don't worry, because I knew we had cowpole in the house. One of those items you have to have uh, if we were to play Desert Island household items. Those three essential items that any house has to have. They're kind of non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. Uh, you've got these items in the house. You can take on any Anything that happens. So, cowpole for me, that's item number one. Item number two, WD-40. Uh, if something's squeaking, if something ain't undoing, if something ain't moving, WD-40, it's going to do the job. I love There's a little lot that's tube. not working, yeah. The little tube thing of it's brilliant as well. Yeah. I love the way it sprays out of there. It's great. Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. So, that's item number two, is uh, WD-40. Yeah. And then item number three, uh, white wine vinegar. Well, that's a bit of a curveball. Is that for cleaning or eating? It's for both. Is it? Uh, That's because it's such a universal item. It's so important to have. Great for cleaning. All these old wives' tales of like, oh, just use white wine vinegar on that. Shifts anything. It is amazing. But then also, if you're doing a poached egg, in it goes in the boiling water, binds it all together. I think at one point we had one of those big, like, um, tankards of of, what what I presume was, like, chip shop vinegar, (laughs) which I think is still good for, like, cleaning stuff. But I always thought, you know, if push comes to shove ever get chips haven't got any vinegar stick it on top of it there you go it's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving so desert island household items three items that you've got to have in the house that means you're just able to take on anything right I'll come back at you with my three here real quick uh, This we've got this TV cleaning spray which yeah. has got ionised water in it yeah. Right, I, someone sent it to us as like a bit of a joke use it on the telly it's amazing oh, it cleans the TV like I've never seen TV spray right? and our kids have got their hands over the telly all the time so that's going in at number one yeah. number two is my tray I've started to carry stuff around a little bit like Mrs. Overall from Antiques Roadshow. A tray? Not Antiques Roadshow, Acorn Antiques. I've got a circular tray and I carry stuff up and down the stairs. I love it. I was it. not expecting this as the second item. I love my tray. And then number three is squeezy syrup. Have you seen squeezy syrup? I have it every day on my breakfast. It's uh, so good. Yeah. And remember what syrup used to be like before? Yeah. Before it was squeezy? Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> squeezy syrup. It gets stuff everywhere. Um, it beats the tray, that's for sure. Honestly, I love that tray. <laughs> It means I can carry like a load of teas and a kid's breakfast up all in one go up the stairs. Well, that go. kind of creak of me crocs as I'm going up. Uh, someone here says, guys, it's Mac from Skelmsdale. Uh, here are my three items. One, the dehumidifier. Two, our Alexa. Three, Vicks Vapor Rub. I love him calling it our Alexa. Like our Paul. <laughs> our Gary. Uh, Kate wants to afford just one item. An empty plastic transparent toffee box with lid. I've used it for decades to catch and evict every type of insect from the house without harm. Them. Bearing in mind, you've got you've got three choices here, OK? You can have anything you want, and that's what she goes for. <laughs> I think she it. needs to broaden her horizons. Uh, right, Tracy's hanging on. Three items, Tracy. Number one has to be a corkscrew. <laughs> OK. OK, right. There's a statement, yeah. That's, that's number Actually, have you ever tried to get a cork out of a wine bottle without a corkscrew? It's just awful, isn't it? How would you? I don't, I, I, we did it once in a hotel, and it looked like a bloodbath. <laughs> a bottle of red wine. It was terrible. I used the Yale key. Did you? You really were desperate for that drink. <laughs> um, number two would be a set of earplugs. Right, OK. Worrying theme going on here, <laughs> Tracy. To be honest. Dare um, we ask what number three is? Number three has to be one of those brand new washing up sponges with the green bit on the top. 
Oh, where you pour a bit of the liquid in the actual handle and it comes out through it. No, the one that you just have in your hand yourself, because now, that is pleasure. I know the two things that are being spoken of here. Right. I'm going to deal with bushes first, because you're talking about the dishomatic. Yeah, yeah, And that good. is absolutely fantastic. That. What a bit of tech that is. So good. Uh, now, Tracy, look, your, your original sponge, the yellow one with the green bit on top <laughs> when it's new, they're good. Yeah. But imagine that on a plastic wand that you're sticking washing up liquid into, the dishomatic. Fabulous. I've not come across that. Well, there you go. Uh, let's have our... You can have four. You can have that one in as well. <laughs> uh, Jen in Chingford says, Pseudochrome. Good uh, good mention for Pseudochrome. Literally cures anything. We've got one of them massive pots of Pseudochrome in our house for the kids. <laughs> Love it. Uh, uh, a pen, because there's never one when you need one. And the multi-purpose flannel towel J-cloth. Can't be those. Mrs Bowdler's been on, says, just one item, my massive hoodie. I disappear into that. I'm only five foot one, and all is well. You can hide snacks under there too, and no one's any the wiser. Oh, I like style. Mm. Uh, right, Gwen, what have we got? Right, well, I always had in my house and in my handbag a tube of Savlon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. No, my mum always everything, whatever happened to you, blister, grave, cut, Savlon. Savlon, right, OK. I don't think I've seen Savlon in donkey shears. Is it clear? Yeah. Is it clear cream? What's no, it look? It's in like a blue tube. Blue tube, isn't it? Blue tube. Blue Why tube. Ryan? Get some Savlon on it. Okay, great. That's number one. Number two is you like your tray. Yeah. But I've got a tray that's got the cushion with all like the little polystyrene bits in underneath, so you can have it on your lap while you're watching telly. Oh wow! So you can watch TV and it just nestles for having tea on your lap. I, yeah. I I've got a lap tray, but I don't have the cushioned one. I've got uh, a couple of flaps. I heard that rumour. No, no, you've got to have the cushion. The only thing was, one, so I put it on the worktop and I didn't realise that Hob was still a bit hot. Yeah. And then when I walked into the front room, I thought, this is a bit thin. And when I looked around, I had a huge trail of little starring bubbles. Well, at least you got some Savlon to treat the burns. That's perfect. <laughs> what, uh, what have you got on your tray? What design have you got in there? Flowers? Billoddy? A, a oh, picture? Oh, it, uh, it's... Um, a, for some reason, I've just liked it. It's a, like a red sort of tartan. Oh, nice. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, it don't show too much. You've got an item <laughs> left, Gwen. Um, right, OK. Me item... <laughs> She's a character. She's a live wire. Well, I just always have to have candles. I've got candles everywhere. And also, you never know if you're going to have a power cup. Right. So candles would be your third item, item for Desert Island Household Island. Candles, cushion tray, and Savlon. Just, <laughs> just to be clear. Prepared for any eventuality. Yeah, exactly. It's been a charm to talk to you, Glenn. Gwen, oh, even love you. Yeah, go on, Glenn. Lovely to speak oh. to you. The Daily Takeaway. I'm done with Bush and Ritchie on a Wednesday night and thanks to our friends at Tesco Mobile we have gifts galore to give away this week. Tesco Mobile knows strangers to helping like how they freeze your bill with club card prices so you won't pay more than you expect and because they are known as the Helpful Network uh, we have opened Bush and Ritchie's Helpfulness Hotline. All you need to do is tell us what you need help with and we could be sorting out the problem for you. It's as simple as that. Head online to absoluteradio.co.uk to play and to read all the full terms and conditions. Uh, right, it seems that last night we... Uh, misplaced the phone and after looking for it everywhere it was of course down the back of the sofa so uh, let's see who has left us another voicemail welcome to the tesco mobile voicemail service the person you're calling 
is unable to take your call. It's Bush and Richie here. Welcome to our Helpfulness Hotline. Please leave a message after the beep. Hi, Bush and Richie. It's Izzy here. Um, we've just bought our first house, which is super exciting. Um, however, we are DIY novices. We have no idea what we're doing. Um, it's a gorgeous 1930s house um, that needs major modernization. Um, any help that you can provide with DIY tools, paints, anything, um, we would be really grateful for. Thanks. Well, what about that brand new house owner? Cool. If, if only... If only Absolute Radio and the Dave Berry Breakfast Show had a had a good link with. Uh, you mean a relationship with a top DIY brand? A relationship with a top DIY brand. I'm sure we'll be able to find. To help, are we? Uh, oh, hold on a minute. Somewhere we could go. Yeah. 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 Penny's dropped. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So look, we can sort out tools and paint very, very easily. So hundred uh, year old house. That's no problem for us. If if in doubt, guys, uh, is he and, and partner Webb, just start knocking walls through, and then ask the council <laughs> afterwards. Uh, seek seek. Uh, forgiveness, not permission. I think that's the phrase. Get that stenciled on the wall. That'd be good as well. Uh, also, so you know the situation we get into a house and you've got a uh, you know, brand new house, you hardly got any furniture or whatever. Uh, cooking is a nightmare. We're going to cover a lovely takeaway for the pair of yeah, you. Yeah, well. it's a great idea, particularly when they're at that stage of like having taken out a kitchen and all that kind of eating on a cardboard box or something. Can I also suggest one more thing that I think we should add in here? They they haven't asked for this, uh-huh. but I think it's I think it's a good thing to have when you when you are really deep into DIY, and that is for the both of them some really really high-end luxury hand cream oh yes yes you, know, you 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 do a day, i don't know why our producer's laughing you do a day, a day of diy at the end of you got calluses and all sorts it's it's horrible, horrible, isn't it? it and then you you, you 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 wash your hands but they're all dry if you're able to sit down with the takeaway that you're talking about and some really really nice hand cream being rubbed in i think it's a great little extra. i've never heard anyone talk so long about hand cream you really are into hand cream i've got some uh, hand cream in my you know we've got these little metallic boxes where we keep keep all our dj gear yeah 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 i've got some lovely uh, new Neutrogena that I keep in there. It's really nice. Neutrogena sounds like something you might need a cream for, to be honest with you. Uh, congratulations to Izzy. It's all thanks to Tesco Mobile, a network where you collect Tesco Club Card points with your phone plans. Must be why they call it the Helpful Network. It's time to play the radio game where your car can win you incredible mind-boggling prizes. Bush and Ritchie, Hometime Tea Towel and the 15th birthday Absolute Radio commemorative mug on the line for our two contestants uh, this evening. Let's meet them. Uh, Andy's on line one. Andy, where are you from? What are you driving? Uh, He's literally driving. Olympics. Olympics? Uh, Andy? Uh, no, down the M6. Oh, oh right, right. Yeah, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I thought driving to the Olympics. Uh, what are you driving, Andy? Uh, a blue BMW. Blue BMW. Oh, very nice. It's like a baddie in a movie. <laughs> right, stay there, Andy. Online two is Steve. Steve, where are you and what are you driving? Evening. I'm parked up in an old BMW X1. Is me 88 grand or I've got the wrong competition, but no, is that tomorrow, the 88 grand? No, <laughs> this is the furthest point from the 88 grand. <laughs> it's certainly not on 88 grand. So these two both in... Um, <laughs> He's quite confused there. Uh, are we, but these both got BMWs. They are, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about this? Head-to-head yeah, head BMW. It's BMW head-to-head um, head off. Action. It's not a term, is it? It's fine, it works. Right, OK, let's find the mileage out uh, from our two contestants. Andy, the blue BMW driving to the Olympics down the M6. Uh, what's the mileage uh, that you have right now, Andy? Uh, I have 85141. 85,141 in the blue BMW up there in Manchester, the old X1. Uh, Steve, what have we got? Uh, 
116,890. 890. Right. We'll randomly generate a mileage tonight. There we go. Just ge- randomly generating. There it is. The mileage tonight. Who's going to be closest is... 23,354 heading down the M6 not to the Olympics in his blue BMW Andy has won Miles is his win prizes yay Andy how do you feel Andy? I'm <laughs> um, um, over the moon over the moon uh, it's been a relief for Steve on the other line because he thought he was winning 88,000 yeah. pounds so it's, it's been one of those nights for him it's unlucky for Steve isn't it? it is unlucky Andy where are you going on the M6 in your, in your BMW then? well you might not like this I'm going to Villa Park Oh, I hope you don't come home in tears, having <laughs> lost to Everton, the mighty Blues. <laughs> tears of joy. Yeah, oh, damn it, I walked into that one. Uh, well, look, uh, Andy, maybe that's uh, where the winning just starts tonight. Who yeah. will find out? <laughs> dry so. dry your so. tears on the home time tea towel. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Congratulations. Miles's win prizes is threateningly will return. This is The Daily Takeaway. There's the show. Hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, just going back to what we were saying earlier on about um, the train game. Do you still play the train simulator game on your um, on your XC box? The reason why I mentioned it is because Train Sim World 4 came out yesterday. Yeah, I reckon you must have like three goes per year <laughs> in terms of like how busy parents are. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'll buy FIFA and I'll get like three goes on it and then it's the next year. No, tonight I have to download the update. So that's why I need him asleep and I need the Wi-Fi to be playing ball, thanks. Uh, King's Cross ain't going to download itself. It's actually Doncaster to Peterborough. Oh, the glamorous tracks. <laughs>